Welcome to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Hi guys, back again with another episode of the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Sorry, the last one ran just about a minute over. My my deep apologies. Ah, who cares? You could use an extra minute of Steve Z. Who couldn't? And I was a little outraged, enraged. Isn't that crazy? You can be outraged and enraged, E-N-R-A-G-E-D, and outraged, and it means the same thing. Hearing about a woman who murdered her two-year-old child and threw the body in a garbage can in Homa, Louisiana. I hope she gets the death penalty. And I was speaking about the Jean-Luc Picard, captain of the Enterprise, talking about how when he was captured by the Cardassians, not Kim and Chloe, but the race of big-necked people uh, on Star Trek The Next Generation, the father of one of the Cardassian children said, the humans do not love their children like we do. It was a direct reference to how certain cultures treat their children worse than others. This woman, there's a special place in hell for you. There really is. Maybe, maybe she truly seeks forgiveness from God. I don't know. I don't know if it's a sincere desire to seek forgiveness, knowing that she did such a heinous thing. But perhaps she'll be one who just panders at the end. Oh God, please help me now. I be done did all this bad stuff in my life and now and I know I'm finna burn, please. Thanks for letting me get away with it all this time, but now I want you to forgive me. I be done went to church and everything. I don't know, my friends. I'm just, I'm beside myself to murder a two-year-old baby. I don't care if it's a white baby, a black baby, a purple baby, a green baby. It doesn't matter an innocent child. That child didn't ask to be born. He didn't ask to be born to a crackhead. Didn't ask to be born to a black person or a white person or an Asian person or an Indian person or a Russian or whatever. It's a baby. It's a two-year-old child simply murdered by its own mother and then tossed into a garbage can. She didn't even have the decency to put that baby's body in a box and bury it in the grandmother's backyard. She threw the baby's body in a garbage can as if it were a piece of dog crap on newspaper, as if it were vomit. Utterly disgusting in every sense of the word disgusting. It is horrible what this woman did and of course she's going to get a public defender because she be po and she can't afford no attorney any attorney that defends this woman should lose his license she murdered her baby and threw the body in a garbage can do you hear what I'm saying she threw the baby's body in a garbage can as if it were a piece of garbage a piece of 
feces. Her attorney will probably try and say she was temporarily insane at the time. Or maybe she'll say that Deba made her do it. Maybe she'll blame it on Donald Trump. We never know. We never know why people do the things they do. She has to answer to God, as we all do at the end of our lives. I just hope somewhere she is feeling the guilt, the pain, the remorse, the terrible stinging sensation of losing a child, but knowing that she murdered her own child and didn't show any signs of remorse when I saw her pictures, tells me they don't love their children like we do. This is the Truth Hurts program. Okay, enough about Star Trek and all that stuff. I'm going to point out something to you that you may or may not realize, but we are less than 100 days till Christmas. Yes. I stopped at a Bucky's, world's largest gas station place, a little while ago on my trip back. I picked up a really nice cooler bag. It's a small, soft-sided cooler bag. You see these things in even Walmart for 39, 40 bucks, and they had them on sale at Bucky's for 20 bucks, 19.99 plus tax. Actually, not bad at all. Very nice, very well-built cooler bag. It will hold, I believe it says, 24 cans of drink. So that's pretty good. And keep them cold pretty much all day. So that's my Bucky's ad for the day. No, they're not paying me for it. I've talked to you in the past about the Four Seasons. And I'm not talking about the band, the musical group from the 60s. I'm not talking about salt, pepper, cayenne, and Tabasco. I'm talking about Louisiana's Four Seasons. Oysters, crab, shrimp, and crawfish. We are out of crawfish season. They'll be back in the spring. The late winter and early spring as the weather warms. Crawfish season. We are getting into the blue crab season right now. Oyster season is well underway. And I believe we are getting close to shrimp season. I was driving out over Mobile Bay and watching a guy drag a trawl behind his boat, pulling up some of the bounty of the sea, the shrimp. And just to tell you how supply chains work, you can buy jumbo shrimp off the boat, on the dock for like two bucks a pound. But if you go to Chicago, you get eight what they call jumbo shrimp, and they're not really that large, and they're probably imported from China or Vietnam. They charge you $30 because they line the shrimp, the deveined shrimp, around the top of a cocktail glass, put some cocktail sauce in it, and call it a shrimp cocktail. It's crazy. You go and get a lobster dinner at a fancy seafood and steakhouse, and you'll pay $30, $40, $50, $70. Or you can go right on the docks in Maine, or right off of Key West, Florida, and get the lobster right there, next to nothing. It's all about supply and demand. And right now, it looks like the big pharmaceutical companies who have the patents 
on the COVID vaccines, and you know the two that I'm talking about, Johnson and Johnson, Janssen kind of fell by the wayside. I guess they didn't pay off the right politicians. But the other two big pharmacy houses that make these vaccines have probably made a little bit too much, and they know that their free ride with the government paying them top dollar for the vaccines is coming to an end. So now you're hearing more and more on the radio especially and seeing on the television advertisements from the two big pharmaceutical companies who make the COVID vaccines. And I use the term vaccine very loosely. Um, We're going to stick your five and under, five-year-old children with the vaccine. Yeah, yeah, flu season's coming. But we're going to have another variant. I guess they're getting ready to unleash the next variant out on the population about that time of year. I warned you about this back in March. Hell, I warned you about this two years ago. They weaponized this virus after they made this virus, and now they're going to use it against us for the rest of our natural lives. And now they're saying, well, yeah, you know, you got to give these vaccines to these people because otherwise they're going to get the Rona. Oh, gosh. And, And they're threatening and they're trying to scare people and they're using their scare tactics to make everyone feel as if, by golly, if I don't get it, and old grandma dies. Grandmas do die eventually. They always do. Then then it's going to be my kid's fault because I didn't get my kids jabbed at five years old. Oh, now Nana's gone. It must be my fault. They're trying to guilt everyone into this vaccine regimen. And they're doing it just in time for the midterms. Which are coming up now. What? Less than 37 days? Now is the time to organize your friends. Remember, the Democrats do it. Voter parties. Okay, everybody, get in the van. Let's go vote. Oh, you don't have your ID? Just uh, let's go to the next polling place. Instead of telling them your name is Lakeisha Johnson, tell them it's Lakeisha Jackson. And then we'll go to the next one and we'll say your name is Lakeisha Kennedy. We'll find the name of a president. Washington, Jackson, Johnson, Kennedy. We might even throw a Jones in there, even though there was never a President Jones. Or a Smith, for that matter. It's kind of crazy, don't you think? Anyhow... That's what's going on in the world, my friends. Get ready for the voter fraud. As soon as the red wave takes over Congress, the Democrats who say there's no such thing as voter fraud. Biden was legitimately elected. Sure he was. But when the red wave hits this fall, and uh, you know it will, the Democrats are going to cry foul. (laughs) They're going to say, it's just a shame they... They gerrymandered us out. All the gerrymandering was done in favor of the Democrats. The U.S. Census Bureau was in cahoots with that bunch. They say that they overcounted citizens in blue states and they undercounted citizens in red states. Not by tens or hundreds or thousands, but in some states, tens and hundreds of thousands of undercounted Republican states and overcounted Democrat states, which resulted in House of Representatives seats 
becoming more likely to be Democrat because, you know, that's how you pick your House of Representatives members. It's based on population. So if you run phony numbers and claim there are more Democrats in a state, then you get more Democrat representatives. If you go to a state that is Republican-leaning and you count less Republicans in your census, then you are likely to pick up a Democrat seat or two. It's exactly what they've done. The entire election process in the United States of America is flawed. It is not anywhere near perfect. You need to understand that. And the flaws in the system, the imperfections in the system, by design, are adversely affecting the Republican Party's ability to maintain governance in this in this United States of America. Sorry, folks, I'm in the Mobile Tunnel. Heavy traffic. The truck seems to be pulling a little to the left when I hit the brakes. I don't know if that's the trailer brakes or the truck brakes or a combination thereof. So, again, my apologies for the shift in conversation. The fall elections, the midterms for Senate and for House of Representatives are literally around the corner. Do what you can to organize your friends. If you know someone has similar political leanings to you on the Republican conservative side, please do what you can. Encourage them to vote. Offer to drive them to the polls if they don't have a way there. We need every vote so that we can keep the radical, leftist, progressive, liberal, woke agenda at bay. Let's face it, after two years of Biden, we now have inflation, recession, supply chain shortages, massive crime waves, health care crises, a border out of control, and all the other bad that you see every single day. We've had Democrats Nancy Pelosi in charge of the House of Representatives and Chuck Schumer in charge of the Senate for way too long and we see what they've done to the nation. It's time for a change. It's time for us to go back to a more conservative mindset. It's time for us to go back to a time where personal responsibility was the law of the land. We didn't expect the government to have a handout or a program for every single thing we did for ourselves. It's time we get back to that. Unfortunately, though, we have, over the years, over the past couple of decades, we've given our children way too much stuff and way too much freedom. We've decided... At some point, we didn't want to be parents. We wanted to be our children's best friends. Moms painting their hair blue and going to One Direction and Five Seconds of Summer concerts. Bruno Mars concerts because it's cool to be the cool mom. All that did was raise an entire generation of spoiled, rotten children who have no idea whatsoever the first notion of personal responsibility, of earning instead of having things handed to you. They don't know. They don't know what that even means. 
And you're a mean mommy if you tell a child she needs to do her chores or do the dishes. That makes her the uncool mom. And these moms, Pilates and yoga pants and all the other things, just trying desperately to cling to their youth, trying to live vicariously through their young teenage and pre-teenage daughters. You will be the ones a few years from now complaining when you are elderly and in need of assistance and your kids say, not my problem. I didn't ask to be born. That's what you're raising. You're raising entitled, spoiled, rotten children who think, who firmly believe that everything is owed to them because they didn't ask to be born. So you brought me into this world. You have to take care of me to the end. And it doesn't stop on their 18th birthday. They expect a college education and they expect you to mortgage the house to pay for their college education. Loan forgiveness? Well, they even think that the $10,000 Joe Biden is proposing to give them back in the form of loan forgiveness, mom and dad should just hand that to the kids. After all, the kids had to go sit in the class, right? The entitlement mentality should scare the hell out of everybody. When you're old and gray and you're in need of assistance and your now grown up, spoiled, rotten children say, ain't my problem. I didn't ask to be born. Why should I have to take care of you? They're just waiting for you to die and leave them an inheritance. What can I say? couple of things coming up on the Truth Hurts program calendar. November 5th, 2022, in the city of Kenner, Louisiana, on the outskirts of New Orleans, five minutes from the airport, bugging the Big Easy, Volkswagen air-cooled vintage show with food trucks, yours truly as the master of ceremonies and the DJ for the day, vintage Volkswagen cars, Volkswagen buses, Carmen Gias, the Volkswagen thing. We've got some Porsches, air-cooled Porsches out there, a couple of Corvairs, lots and lots of good food, music, a swap meet, and really good down-home, down-to-earth Volkswagen enthusiasts will abound. That is November the 5th at the Esplanade Mall parking lot massive Esplanade shopping mall, which is floundering as a mall and is currently being occupied as City Hall with a few retail shops still open. There's some pretty good restaurants right around the ring, the outer ring of the mall. Um, Speaking of air-cooled Porsches, wow, there's an old vintage 911 Targa. Beautiful car just past me. Excellent. Very, very good to see that and perfectly timed. Buggin' the Big Easy, the New Orleans Air Coolers annual charity car show and swap meet with proceeds benefiting Take Paws Animal Rescue. They find temporary homes for transitioning pets, a 501c3 nonprofit charity. If you would like to make a donation, you can do so. Take Paws Animal Rescue. Look them up on Facebook. 
or I believe just on the internet, or neworleansaircoolers.org. There, my free public service announcement for the day. Coming up November 11th for the Volkswagen crowd is the Florida Bug Jam in Tampa, Florida at the, I believe it's pronounced Osceola Fairgrounds. I think that's where it is. And it's hundreds and hundreds of classic Volkswagen, Porsche, and other air-cooled vintage automobiles. And the Bully Brigade, B-U-L-L-I, the Bully Brigade for Volkswagen buses older than 67, excuse me, older than 1967 model year. Um, they're going to have a bus run, like a, a cruise in the town of Clearwater, Florida. And that all happens November 11th and 12th at Quaker Steak, S-T-E-A-K, Quaker Steak and Lube, an eating establishment, Clearwater, Florida. Hundreds and hundreds of Volkswagen enthusiasts will be there. Also, it's Biketoberfest happening starting, I believe, tomorrow, maybe today, Thursday. And that is all throughout Daytona Beach, Florida. You can ride your bike right on the beach, from what I understand. Lots of food, lots of bikes. I saw hundreds and hundreds of bikes on the interstate being ridden by people. Hundreds more on trailers heading into Daytona as I was leaving town. And let me tell you, folks, if you are into the motorcycle scene at all, Daytona Bike Week, Daytona Biketoberfest for the month of October. The weather is beautiful down there right now. I think the high today is going to be 81. Slight chance of rain today. And then for the next five days, sunny. Highs in the low to mid 80s with a nice sea breeze blowing in at Daytona Beach, Florida. This weekend, the Rare Air Volkswagen Show in Pensacola, Florida. Wild Bill puts on a hell of a show for charity. So if you get a chance to get over to the Pensacola area, the show is there. You can look it up at Rare Air. Org, I believe it is. RareAirVW.org. I forget which. I, anyway, you can look it up on Google or uh, Google uh, web browser or Facebook. Rare Air Volkswagen. And that'll take you to the site and give you all the information. Lots of VW happenings right now going on around the country. People are like, why are you so interested in classic Volkswagens, Steve? So, well... You tell me. I drive a 1976 Volkswagen Hippie Bus. A tin top Westphalia Weekender Camper Volkswagen Bus. That's my toy. My brother has a 1967 Volkswagen Transporter Bus with the split front window. It's really a beautiful vehicle. You tell me right now. How many people do you know have a 1967 anything made in America that they're driving around in. How many are driving around in a 1976 anything? Those Volkswagens last and last and last. Yes, they drip a little oil now and then. And yes, we always seem to be tinkering under the hood. But that's because you have to maintain your babies. 
I think there are actually more vintage Volkswagens left driving on the roads than any other make in America. That's something to say for the product. Anyway, great groups of people involved in the Volkswagen community. I have yet to meet an a-hole in the Volkswagen community. And believe me, other than myself, I go looking. This is the Truth Hurts program where we tell it like it is. I'm trying to keep a little bit away from politics for this edition because I know you guys are sick and tired of hearing about gropey Joe Biden and all of his disastrous running of the country. Many of you know I also own a Triumph. Not a motorcycle, not a car, but a Triumph boat. And for about 20 years, the Logic slash Triumph Boat Manufacturing Company built boats out of polypropylene resin, hollow core like a hollow Easter bunny, formed and molded the plastic ropeline technology, as it's trademarked, makes for a damn near virtually indestructible boat. Unfortunately, the cost of materials, the cost of labor forced the company to sell to Australia years ago and they moved the entire factory, the entire roto-molding process was moved to Australia and now we here in the U.S. can no longer buy brand new Triumph boats, the world's toughest boat. If you look up triumphboats.com on the internet, the company's no longer in business in the U.S. I'm not getting paid for this, I just think they're fascinating watercrafts. There's one where they take a boat up in the air in a helicopter. I think it's a thousand feet in the air or something. And then they just drop it down into the water. And the boat just kind of porpoises down and nosedives and comes right back up. Boop! Just floats. Because it's hollow core polypropylene resin, foam filled from the bottom to the top, completely foam filled. I remember the Boston Whaler dealer at the Louisiana New Orleans boat show in the Superdome years ago, in 2003 to be uh, to be exact. Um, the guy with Boston Whaler was bragging about if you take a saw and cut this Boston Whaler 17-foot boat into three pieces, then three people each could grab one section of that boat and float safely to shore. My first smart alecky question was, float to shore or float further out to sea? Well, that depends on the tide. Yes, it does. The Triumph boat dealer, right across the way, he said, you can cut this boat into 24 pieces. There's enough flotation in the roto-molded hull that 24 people could float safely. They showed a video. We just started cutting this boat into 24 pieces, the size of an ice chest, and everybody gets to float home, or float out to sea, depending on the tide, right? Then the next demonstration was great, and this is what sold me on the boat. It was my first new boat I had ever purchased, first brand new boat in 2003. There's a guy, looked like he could have played deep snapper for the Detroit Lions, big fella, He's holding a long-handled 20-pound maul, a giant hammer, you know, the kind that you drive big wooden stakes into the ground with or fence posts. 
He's swinging this thing and slamming the head of this hammer into the side of the Triumph boat. I mean, he's giving it all he's got. Bam! Bam! The hammer's just bouncing off of the polypropylene hull. Just bouncing right off. Guy hands me a 10-pound maul. I'm a little guy. He says, go ahead, give it a whack. It's like, really? Yeah, give it a whack. Go ahead. So I'm beating on this boat. It's not scratching, scuffing, denting the boat at all. Not a little bit. He hands me the mall. He says, do me a favor. What other boats are you looking at today? I said, well, I was looking at that Boston Whaler. I was looking at a Ranger bass boat. I was looking at a Sea Hunt bay boat. He says, take this mall. Promise me you'll bring it back. But take it over there and ask them if you can bang on the hull of their boat. <laughs> Of course, they wouldn't. One guy told me, man, get the hell out of here with that. So I bought a Triumph boat, and I've had it ever since. 2003 still looks like the day I bought it, except for one small scratch on the side, because I decided to anchor up against a bridge, and there was a bolt sticking out of the bridge, and it's kind of scratched into the surface a little bit, but still, the boat's beautiful. Floats, runs perfectly well. I have changed the motor. In, uh, I bought the boat in 2003, and about a year and a half ago, I decided to repower it. Instead of the two-stroke Yamaha that was on there, I went with a new four-stroke engine. Quieter, more fuel-efficient, runs better, a little bit faster. But uh, the boat just takes a lick and it keeps on ticking. Hope you get to do some fishing this weekend, everybody. That's about wraps up this edition of the Truth Hurts program. We'll see you next time. Make it a great day. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. I apologize if you were offended, but I retract nothing. Background music provided by Jason Shaw and Audionautics. Audionautics.